This is the B-Team Podcast, brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. The B-Team is presented by Drake's Place in Battle, South Dakota, and sponsored by Jackrabbit Central and Shenanigans in Sioux Falls. Now, here are your B-Team hosts, Brendan and Ben. Everybody, welcome back to the B team. We're back. We let the A team carry the load for the last two weeks and uh and chat. A team and chat. You know, we saw from his reaction. Don't ask him about defensive tackles, it scares him. Um <laughs> well, I mean, like Dallas pointed out, he's been in that territory. We're looking something up, got called on him like in the middle of third grade, and I'm reading a love note, and the teacher calls my name, like, uh, who is it? What me? Oh. Uh, what were we talking about? Anyway, yeah. Well, at least so. you were Sorry, Matt. doing something. Ben's done that where we were actually having conversation on the show, <laughs> and I had to have him repeat himself because I wasn't listening. I can tell you one thing: it makes for great radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, good to be back, everybody. Love seeing, love seeing you guys. Although I have, it's kind of been crazy uh, after yeah. Brendan moved back. He yeah. joined my. Oh no, I'm frozen. Oh, so this is, is what frozen. we're doing tonight. Ben's. Gonna Am I frozen? Up. Ben's frozen. No, you're fine. Okay, just Ben. I thought it was me. Oh, he's got a fake... good-looking mug there. You could stick a straw in his mouth. <laughs> Look at that face. Yeah, he looks like he's. You know what he looks like? He looks like he's blowing uh, a dandelion. Or he's... vaping. Does he drive a Subaru? Oh, oh no, it's a Ford. No, he doesn't. He drives a Ford. <laughs> he's mechanically inclined. Like you. <laughs> Anyways, um, while Ben is recuperating, what he was talking about is since I moved back, um, I hopped on Ben's softball team. We played in Del Rapids. Chad actually came and played with us. So we've seen each other twice. Well, twice. And it was fantastic. It was like watching. I mean, it was the most majestic thing. If you're wondering, Ben's texting us right now. Yeah. Probably His saying, computer locked off, up. Give me off the screen. You know, my computer's got the the monitor falling off and somehow his is the one that locked up um and my mine's older than sin but i managed to throw a new set of ram in there and a flash or ssd and man i'm really limping it along if matt would ever you know double our salary we could afford new computers (laughs) i'm sure that's gonna get a comment oh we got comments already if he'd quit docking my pay we wouldn't have this issue Ready for the chocolate milk? It's hey, already made its first. I got appearance. it right here. You're so, uh, fun fun fact: uh, if anybody is wondering or did not, maybe was not aware, uh, if you go to the Sioux Empire Fair, the dairy stand has six dollars all you can drink milk. Um, six dollars. Mm-hmm. Which and you can drink like a gallon. I uh, I can't. Is there a gallon really, challenge no, where you can't no. actually drink a gallon in a day? Um. Yeah. Isn't that supposed to be a thing? That's. I think that's I supposed can, to be a thing. Like in a day, like twenty four hours. Yeah, something like that. I would, I would bet so much money I could drink a gallon of milk in a day. Yeah, let, let me look it up. What's this? Say? I'm not kidding. I legitimately can drink. I'm a, just gonna I, Google I can, gallon challenge. I can drink a whole gallon of milk in a day, and that's. And that's I hope they're talking about milk hard. here. But um, yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So it was six bucks all you can drink. But they gave you this cup that was like a Dixie cup. So she saw me a lot. And I would just slam two at the counter and then she'd give me another one as a traveler. And then I'd be back in like 15, 20 minutes. Um, so, and it was chocolate milk too. So, I mean, win-win. It's a one-hour challenge. One, well, one like hour? Chug it. It's a chug. Not, it's a chug. Not okay, a, it's a chug. No, I, yeah, yeah. I ain't doing that. I'm not ridiculous. Yeah, I yeah that probably that won't life. go over well. Right. No, that's not my, that's not, not my deal. Um, yeah, Chad's hat, four stars. It's not a, It's not for like Chicago or anything. That's a rating for sure. <laughs> I wondered how long it was going to take someone to say a thing about my hat. It did not four take stars. long. It is four the stars. Flag. We went to Chicago. This in Chicago, which sucks. Chicago sucks. That's my yeah. Wisconsinite coming out of me. That's not I fair to Chicago, so. probably. But um, hey, speaking of hats, if anybody's wondering, you want one of these babies or one of these babies? We got a merch store and all that stuff going on. I know we came out with it during basketball, but we weren't having pods, so I'm just going to bring it up uh my twitter handle you can actually go find that fun stuff um yep then chad's got the splitting hairs cap i think his is actually kind of cooler than mine um thanks to brandon oh, no. thanks for buying that for me <laughs> yeah that you awesome. bet my 
my my computer's attempting to set up my mic. This is probably going to end horribly. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to be left by myself. <laughs> Chad's going to be pod. by himself. <laughs> We're going to lose viewers <laughs> left and right. Are we going to make it longer than we, than we, we got Brad hanging show in there, without actually is... talking about anything? Yeah, we did. Well, of any we, you sort. Know, this is this we're the B team. We haven't said we haven't even said Jackrabbits yet outside of our deal starting up, but uh we are here, I suppose, to talk about Jackrabbits. Um and Ben sent us this nifty uh outline that I intended to follow, but now he's gone. And by follow, I meant Ben was gonna go through it and then I would just talk about it. So now I have to follow it, and this is gonna be and he's back. he's back. Praise Jesus. I was worried I was going to have to actually try to follow your you online, in the line, which would have been a disaster. This is so stupid. How? That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one we minute talked about some really computer. important stuff while you were gone. So, it duck, literally, duck, duck, just for the record, you shut it your literally froze completely. I had to hard restart it. So, that's not good. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully, we. Got out all the kinks. Did you guys even? What do you mean? It's hard to follow my outline. Did you? Follow, I didn't say it's did hard you to follow the, your outline. Did you I, do the I, first I, bullet? No, no. <laughs> we haven't talked about no, a single thing football yet. We haven't progressed. Jackrabbits once, once beyond you leaving and looking Good like Lord. you're blowing like right. a dandelion in your picture that you were froze as, <laughs> and then we talked a little bit of chocolate milk. So you're up. To did speed, you? Which did nice. you talk about you joining my softball team? Like I was. That's where I was headed. We did, but we didn't talk about how majestic Chad is when he runs the bases, oh, or his 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 awareness on the base paths, which is um, <laughs> oh, zero. I don't on a Madden, I don't know Madden rating I, zero. Yeah, Madden rating of zero. If that, it could go that, negative, it'd probably go negative. I've never okay, seen someone on, try to tag up in the middle of a ground out double play. <laughs> that's something Chad did. <laughs> That was the best. Like, and, then, and then decide not to tag up on a fly ball that went <laughs> just outside of the outfield. Hey, between <laughs> me game. and the guy at first base the one time, I'm sure we had well over 600 pounds of meat. And <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine, yeah. even on two bags, that's they, a tight fit. I was going to say, they make, they make the safety bag at first so you can <laughs> stay off to the side. But you've seen how wide I am, man. I'm, I'm a big dude. They need a double one for Chad. Just gave everybody vertigo. Who's trying to watch this? <laughs> Looking at Chad. All, All right. right. How about back let's, to the outline? Let's, let's not talk about my athletic prowess, which there is none. Bullet, Look, you can boogie, man. Bullet number one. Uh, bullet number. Are we get? Let's do it this way. This is the whole pod. <laughs> bullet number one. Iowa tailgate information. <laughs> um, oh, we're gonna read the aisle like read it word for word. This is the I'm, best. We're gonna start that way. Anyway, I didn't have time to pull it up. Um, yeah, look at that, Chad. Let's go. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got game. the graphic on there, but if you can't see it, we're gonna be in lot 65, which is the Finkbine commuter lot. I've heard that passes for that lot are sold out, but fear not, you can park anywhere and come meet us at the tailgate. Uh, there should be plenty of stuff set up, um, so you shouldn't really need to bring anything. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have uh, games and tents and food. Um, so it'll, it'll be a good time. Uh, I did try to point out like a little green area in there that we're going to try to take over. We're going to get there uh, in line as soon as we can. Uh, so if you are going, try to meet us there. Let's If you already have a pass there, try to get in line early and let's take over that green area. Um, if not, meet us there. Uh, let's hang out, mm-hmm. have a beer. Uh, before we go beat the Hawkeyes. Tailgating starts at 6 in the morning, so you're going to have to get there early to get in line. Yep. Yeah, I think correct. it's, it's going to give Ariel flashbacks of when we lived in Fargo and had to move down, which was one of the things she was most excited about, was not having to leave at 3 for tailgating. However, unless she's watching right now, she's in for a bad time. Because <laughs> you're staying at friends, right? Are you, are you close yeah. or not? Uh, Marion. Oh, okay, it's yeah, that's close. just outside that's of close. Cedar Rapids, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's happening. fairly close. I mean, it's not that's super right, you're gonna, close. You're going to wake up at five. <laughs> She's upset. It's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to be in Iowa, so we don't have to be here for that, honey. We we will be not there here for, for that. that, which is different <laughs> than here. Because if we were here for that, then that'd be a problem. But we're there, so it's fine. Um, 
Oh, you yeah. bet they are. Yeah, they are. You that bet they are. Stylish gentlemen. Look at it. Uh, this is a great time to mention one of our sponsors, Jacko yes. Central. This is where I got. That's the only place you can find this shirt, this golf polo, by the way, which is the best looking golf polo ever. That's pretty. But yes, that's pretty sweet. They are little jackrabbits on my shirt. Speaking, yeah, go to Jackrabbit. Go to Jackrabbit Central. Don't go to Shields. I'm I'm still pissed off at them. By the I way, was, Shields, I was at is Shields. A, Shields is a North Dakota based company. Let's, n- well, let's yeah. not forget that. Shields and I went is... there, and not to ruin possible future pom- sponsorships, but <laughs> when I show up and you've got. <laughs> How's that milk sponsorship coming out? Hey, you listen here. I'm I'm just warming up the teat to get it to come out. Um, but we're gonna... <laughs> That's a Wisconsinism <laughs> if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, do you just put but... it in your hands and roll it like Play-Doh or how do you, how do you do that? <sighs> you know, what well, don't worry, you just mind your business. Um, what are you saying about Shields? Shields, so I showed up at Shields. You know, there's the jackrabbit section. Yeah. But on the tables in front of the jackrabbit section, they had freaking NDSU crap all yep. over the place. And I'm Gross. like, are you shitting me Gross. right now? Who do you think manages it? It's probably some <clears throat> dude from Fargo. Well, I haven't been back since. So no, I kiss my white ass. They have some. Well, that's a little far. But <laughs> they have some good stuff there. But I will say Jackrabbit Central has the most stuff by far. And yes. their website gets better every time I go there. They keep adding and adding stuff. So keep going back there. Um, what is this comment uh, from and, Corey Caraway? And we're doing we're going to coordinate the color games with them. So yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, as right. mentioned on the last news. podcast, yeah, we're coordinating the color games, which um, we talked a little bit about that on Twitter today. We should try to find out what those are now, yeah, so that we nice. can like get info out about it and start creating some buzz there. But um Corey mentioned you were talking smack about my outline while I was gone. I was working into talking smack about your outline about how and then I you was showed not, back up. How how my yeah, you show when you, you showed up in the middle of it, you heard most of it. Like my my game plan here is I'm going to let you follow the outline and then I I'll even, talk about whatever you talk about. I sent it out early so you could review it. I got off of work, I got home from work at 7 30, my guy, and I was so covered. I was so covered that Ariel wouldn't even give me a kiss on the cheek, let alone like touch me. So, hmm. well, she let you in the house, so that's better than being a farmer, I guess. And like power wash off. No, All right. no I, don't, I don't know if it was back. Better. Back to the outline <laughs> to finish up the Iowa tailgate talk. Yes. Uh, yeah, be there at lot sixty-five. We'll be there at six a.m. sharp. Come join us. I'm planning we'll... on bringing uh, pulled pork and love brats and hot dogs, right? I think that's kind of some of the game plan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. some pulled pork. Yep. I'll make some overnight and do all that. That sounds good. Um, and also, I think so. We'll be there at six. We'll probably take off around ten fifteen to the game because the game starts at eleven. And I will say, yeah, three I've been miles to the tailgate. <laughs> I've been I've been to Iowa games before, and. The their like pregame atmosphere is pretty cool, so it's kind of something it's something you should experience. So don't show up at like 10 55 like you would for a Jacks game. Um, Chad and I don't show up at 10 uh, five minutes early for a Jacks game. Well, some people do. We we we, we, don't, we don't show up, but we, we're we're entering around well and that's something we're trying to work on we're trying to make our pregame atmosphere better we're working on it right Um, i'm gonna give us a sixth hour at tailgate and then we can make it we don't want to talk about the iowa game too much so that is for next week that's That's the only that's the only topic we have next week so we got to save some content for that um we've already wasted 14 minutes of this one Wasted. And we haven't even got to I, uh, I call two. that quality content. Uh, let's go to the Jack schedule rundown. Um, obviously, you start with the Iowa game, and then we've got a couple home games that we should win. UC Davis. Uh, you know, UC Davis could give us some trouble. Um, they. It depends on the year. But, uh, I guess, Brennan, what are your thoughts on the UC Davis game? Uh, I think that's a sneaky better better out of conference game than a lot of people are giving credit for, especially like nationally. Um, like we just played them in the playoffs. Like this isn't some 
Yeah, it's not like we scheduled, you know, Prairie View again or something. You know, this is yeah, this is a playoff team coming to to our place again, and we'll be within a couple of games of each other essentially in the schedule timeline. That be playing them again. I don't think they're some pushover team. Um, I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're a, a walk in the park either. Which it's nice having Butler um, and things like that in there. Just because this schedule is, it it was tough, you know, going through the twenty five games, right? That we did in the same calendar year, and you'd think maybe you'd have a little bit of a break, and then you get a schedule like this in conference where, oh, by the way, you don't you essentially don't get a bye game. You you essentially don't get a bye week. There's none. It's not until the end of the season before the playoffs. So not only. Um, if you follow us, you you know how much we just hate bye weeks as it is, you know, as like how nervous we get. But we're gonna have a double bye week if we get a seed. Yep. Think about that. It's gonna be two weeks off before we play football. Like that is not cool. How is that even allowed? Why is that a thing? It shouldn't be allowed to have <laughs> your bye. What the, what is the point? Yeah. It's just so stupid. The valley how... of their scheduling is ridiculous. It's an absolute crock. It shouldn't even be. It's bad for injuries. It's bad for just a ton of things. Yeah. Anyway, I, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Like, you can't tell me you couldn't have flipped one game to the end of the year. Like, you just can't. I, I don't believe you. I don't. It's so stupid. It is. I mean, this should be like a, a scheduling bylaw, like no buys the last week of the year. Right. So, like, so which is more stupid, that or the schedule that's upcoming when the new guys come in the conference? Well, the, <laughs> that that we knew we knew we were going to get screwed in that, right? Yeah, we, but it's we all that knew it just sucks to have it happen immediately. Like we all knew that. That's part of unbalanced scheduling. You're going to have years where you miss all the easy teams. For us to be the ones that start out with it, um, smells a little fishy to me personally. I mean, that's a little bit like, really? Is that? That's how that had to start, huh? Hmm. Weird. That doesn't seem right. Um, you know, but in the end, it is what it is. When you have the number of teams that the Valley has, you're not going to play everybody, and there's going to be years that it is just. There's going to be teams winning the conference by their schedule, just like the big sky. Right. It's it's the way it's going to be, and you're, there's going to be teams that win the conference and get lower seeds than the team that didn't win the conference. I bet you that's going to happen the first five years, unless, unless us or NDSU go undefeated or something in the conference, but eventually that's going to happen. I promise. Yeah, it's, it's not ideal, but... Uh, let's stay on task here. We're talking about this season. We can talk about seasons to come next year. Yeah, um, yeah Dustin, fail. I agree. Yeah. Yep. I assume he was talking about the Missouri Valley scheduling a bye at the end of the year. Yep. Um, but yeah, so then after those two out-of-conference games, we have a brutal conference schedule like Brendan mentioned. Uh, we have to go at Missouri State, which is going to be a top Valley team. We'll talk about that later. Uh, we get mm-hmm. Western Illinois and USD at home. That USD game is going to be fun just because of the way the one ended last year. Um, yep. It should be a good atmosphere. I think the guys are going to be real fired up for that one. I um, hope we and then we the breaks off of them. Yeah. And then, so after we have a good fired up game against USD, we have to go to NDSU the following week, which is tough. Um, and then we have to go to UND, which is another place that is we have struggled with. Yep. We come home, we get somewhat of a break playing Indiana State at home on Hobo Day. Um, at least it's not UNI on Hobo Day. But then we do go to UNI after that, uh, which is always a tough place to play. And then we end with Illinois State at home. Um, so, yeah, our, our our away games are insanely tough. Yeah. Um, granted, I mean, we do skip Southern Illinois this year, but... Uh, all of our away games are not going to be easy. The easiest one is at UND, but again, we've struggled there before, and it's the week after NDSU and it's, USD. Yeah, it's the week after they back to back us again with rivalry games, which is so stupid. Like I don't, 
that bothers the hell out of me. Like you can't tell and me that, you couldn't have put a gap between those two of a game or two because those are going to be like USD is no joke this year. They're a solid team. They they are. I I don't I I hate them, but I don't have a problem saying that they're they have a solid team this year, and so you have to play what's going to be a physical game against USD. Then you have to play a super physical game in the marker game. And NDSU fans and SDSU fans know alike know there's generally a half in the next game that it seems to take both teams a half to recover from that game. And you're at UND where I don't care if they're good or bad, they are a nightmare at home. It that that UND game scares the hell out of me. It's yeah, as Dustin says, the UND is a classic trap game. Yeah. But um I was going to make some USD jokes, but I was getting shout outs. For my show from here <laughs> yeah that's a good call dustin You're, uh by the way uh the wax on podcast is uh dustin runs that on fcs fans nation um the fcs fans nation network that we are also a part of and are broadcasting live on um, a lot of exciting things are going to be happening with fcs fans nation um possibly regarding us a uh, thousand subscribers on there and everything if you're looking to have some fun go on the FCS Fans Nation Facebook webpage or follow the admins or the or the Twitter handle FCS Fans Nation on uh, on Twitter. But, but most yeah. importantly, subscribe on YouTube. Yes, subscribe on FCS YouTube. FCS Fans Nation. Subscribe to us on YouTube, please. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it helps us when it comes to sponsorships, things like that. Um, obviously, we would be remiss if we don't mention Drake's Place and their sponsorship somewhere you could possibly jump off on the way up to the UND game if you wanted to on your way up. Check out their food. People are bottle spoiled with that food. It's not a bad idea. We should look and see what we're doing mm-hmm. that weekend. Maybe yeah. that we've talked about. No, it's I, not good for you. Yeah, that won't work for me. The Son of Ariel has planned a uh, party that weekend, and I have a wedding that weekend to go to. And I'm, who and schedules weddings? Stop, people! Stop scheduling weddings in the fall. Stop <laughs> it! All fall. Stop it. Bad, all of them. No fall weddings. You don't get to do them. It's terrible. My parents, my parents, and you know what? Yeah, I like it. Whatever. Yeah, you know what? My parents' anniversaries in the fall, and that was an awful idea for them too. So people would argue I was an awful idea for them, but you know, (laughs) stop doing fall weddings for the love of God. Anyway, uh, yes, thank you to Drake's Place for being a sponsor again. They are awesome. I uh, love seeing him at the tailgates. I wonder, have we heard, is he going to the Iowa game? Is he going to join us there? If I have not heard. I hope he is. He usually whips up something that they sell to people in in their store. And holy God, is that food food good. Like That's the best that's the best gas station food. Well, they're not really a gas station, I guess. They are, but they aren't. And Yeah. Well, Bottle's oh not a very good. big town. They offer a lot of services, including yeah, catering. Really Once. lucky people in Bottle to have a place in a town that size that's that good of food. That's incredible. One stop shop there, and then we have to thank Cottonwood Coffee, our other sponsor, um, the best place in Brookings to get your coffee on game day. So, or any day really, but um, especially when you're heading to a Jacks game early in the morning, grab some coffee on your way from Cottonwood Coffee. For sure, it's my game All day right. ritual now. Um, now that we've gone through the schedule rundown, do you have a prediction of what our record's going to be based on that, like we said, very difficult schedule after Mm -hmm. starting at Iowa, which is, I mean, I think we'll talk about the game more next week, but I think we're going to be around 12 point underdogs in that game. There's 11 games a year, Chad. And uh, I'm counting wins. You busted. I got him. <laughs> uh, so the Iowa game, we're obviously going to be underdogs in. Yep. Outside of that one, though, I don't think we're underdogs in any of them outside of the marker game. We'll be underdogs going into the Fargo Dome unless they have a huge collapse prior to us going there, but I doubt it. Um, so we should be favored in nine out of the 11 games this year. And it's an awesome year because we don't have a stupid non-counter game anymore. Right. So that's good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, The interesting thing 
uh, to me. You know, NDSU is a lot of people have penciled in as almost a lock to go undefeated as they bring back 13 starters and yada, 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 yada. The interesting thing to me is like they have 13 returning starters. We have eight, eight Hero Sports preseason All-Americans. Roll that around. That is eight All-Americans. That's all. <laughs> that's not far off from how many returning starters they have. Right. So, um, but I don't. I we've talked about it. You know this. The schedule's brutal. Um, you know Dustin says nine and two and seated. Um, you know a lot of people have been talking about this is the year that SDSU and we have the marker rematch in Frisco. Um, that'd be fun. I would love it. That would be an absolute ball. Um, I think the turnout would be incredible. Uh, the thing that's tough about that is NDSU and SDSU play each other. One of them's going to drop probably two spots because one of the Montanas is going to probably end up being the two seed. Um, I don't know. We just, until we prove we're not going to have that hiccup game with as nasty as this schedule is, either the UND game or the UNI game, I could see us drop in one of those games. Supposedly, UNI has a has a supposedly you know it's kind of believe it when you see it sort of deal. But apparently, Farley has actually let the reins of the offense go to a guy um, who used to who's installing kind of a Eastern Washington sort of offense. And if they get any offense on that team, that's a scary team. We'll see what happens. Um, but one of those teams, we don't play UNI very well. UND, we don't do great up there. And then the Iowa game, in theory, we're supposed to lose that game, but I'd say we lose two. We might end up losing two of those three. So I'm thinking nine and two, personally. Um, this team, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody's listened. If you haven't listened to the first pod with uh, Tanner Castora and Chad and Dallas and Matt, um, that they came out with the offense and everything, just listening to Tanner talk, listening to. Um, you know, some of the things that Matt says, even the highlight videos, I don't take much from highlight videos from camp, but this is the first time I've ever noticed. Uh, I, I didn't read what Ben or whatever Ben looks like he's laughing at, but <laughs> just get off the golf course. Yes, he did. Um, but this team has all the talent in the world to go undefeated. And this is the first year that it feels like they're not, it doesn't feel like the goal I mean, obviously, it's the goal is the national title. But you just get this vibe that they are borderline obsessed. Like, they're not just showing up and being as good as they are, but that is every single thing they are doing right now is to win a national title. Um, and if they keep that focus every game, which is a hard thing to do, that's, you know, why the slip-ups happen, because it's really hard to do, start feeling yourself. But then we very well could make a run all the way through the talents there to honestly be one of the historic FCS teams will happen. I'm thinking nine and two right now and seated and then see how it plays out from there. Cause winning on the road in the semis is a tough shell to crack. Yeah. You make a lot of good points there. You know, I think nine, if, if Vegas had a line on our season win total, it would be nine. It would be tough to, mm-hmm. it'd be a tough call going over or under, and it would most likely push. Um, having said that, um, like Brendan said, if you haven't listened to the previous pods that the A team did, go listen to those, uh, both the offense and the defense previews. Um, especially the offense one with Tanner was really, really good. Um, his insights are awesome. I just think that this team is different. It's got mm-hmm. something that that past teams didn't necessarily have. And so having with that, I'm gonna go ten and one as my prediction, just because number one, and we'll talk more about the Iowa game next week, but I think it's a very good matchup for us. I yes. think that absolutely that if we're going to beat a big 10 team, this one might be it. Um, and that's not, that's no indictment to Iowa. It's just how we're built. 
were built to beat NDSU. Iowa plays NDSU football. That's not to say that Iowa is NDSU because Iowa is better than NDSU. Granted, NDSU beat Iowa one time, whatever. But, um, you know, I, I think that, like I said, I think this team's got the it factor. I think they're very motivated. They're uber talented. Um, I just think they got what it takes. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 10 and one. And the interesting thing is that if we go nine and two and we lose to Iowa and NDSU, the crazy thing is we could still be, like, could be, a, we could still be a two or a three seed at nine mm-hmm. and two. Mm-hmm. Because you're losing your FBS game, which you're you know there's an, you're not getting docked for that, especially when it's Iowa, yep. and then you're losing to the likely number one team in the nation. How right. how docked are you going to get for that? Hopefully, so, it gets us to the four seed. Yeah, I mean, I, I should be, be a top four seed. Yeah, I'd be surprised if we were outside top four at nine and two if those yep. are our two losses. Now, if one of those two losses is to UND or, or UNI, that's a different mm-hmm. story. Maybe we slip into the bottom or into the bottom four seeds but um that's just kind of the reality of our schedule is that it's very difficult nine and two would be a really good season um mm-hmm. so yeah that's my that's my prediction anyway chad you want to chime in quick yeah sure i'm in on the nine and two and i think that you can interchange ndsu or iowa as one of our losses i, I think we beat one of the two of them i don't know which and then if we win the north dakota state game we probably drop one to North Dakota because we can't seem to catch a break up there. And yeah, yeah, and that I guess that that's my reasoning for going ten and one is just because I don't I know that like that's our mo is that we just drop a game that we're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. My hope and feeling for this team is that they're different and that they're not going to do that. They certainly look different well, this year, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing nothing against uh, Coach Mo. He did a great job as the strength and conditioning coach, but holy crap, some of these dudes have come back built different, as they say. It's amazing. And with you know, with all the, the talent on this team, honestly, I would argue that they should win every game. I think there's that much talent there. I mean, I don't remember two years combined where we had this many people being talked about getting drafted, not just getting drafted, but getting drafted early. That's never been a thing. And then another four to five guys who are getting looks as undrafted free agents or possibly working their way into getting drafted. That's, that's insane. The amount of talent is sick and that's all on the offense, mostly on the offense. Um, But the defensive side of the ball, it's, really locked in too i mean that we are stacked at the d line's awesome it's going to be great again the linebacking core is always great as long as the back end can hold up against against passing teams this has potential to be a phenomenal defense as well so realistically i feel talent wise this team any most any game they lose outside of maybe outside of iowa because those are you know power five big ten people talent wise i think in the fcs i don't think there's another team talent wise that's better i'm gonna be honest if you look talent across the board and and i'm not the only person who says that i'm pretty sure sam herder said that before um i'm not just pulling it out of my butt that's that's just facts this team is that talented it's can they put it all together can they avoid injury we've had serious injury problems as you know dustin said we were we were just Missed having a uh, you know a ring with having Gronowski get hurt, and now he's back. That's super dangerous. And the word is that he is he was pretty good as a passer his first year, but he was so dangerous, like a lot of young quarterbacks are when they run. Now, obviously, he ran different. Like if you remember, you know, if you're listening and you remember, man, he ran different than a quarterback. But now the word on the street is he's like throwing dimes, and he's got. He's worked his arm into being a cannon. Yeah, I mean, I, that's such an underrated thing is that uh, is not only has he had like a year and a half to develop from when he was injured, but he he also like, and they mentioned this in the offensive preview, 
he got to sit for a year and watch watch a very good quarterback in Chris Oladokun. Yep. And you see, I mean, you see it in the NFL, you see it in, in the college level when guys are able to take that year where they can sit and just soak things in. Yep. And a guy as smart as Mark is like, that's a, it's a, that's just such a big deal. And I think we're going to see that pay off. I mean, obviously yeah. you never, never want a guy got to get injured, but, this is a silver lining of it, I think, is that the fact that he was able to sit and watch for a year and he's going to be able to take that and run with it. Um, you mentioned uh, the back end on defense. I think that um, as far as like keys to this season, uh, as far as like keys to our success, I think that that is one of them is our, our defensive back play. Um, we have built our defensive line up to the point where we put pressure on the quarterback. We stop the mm-hmm. run consistently, um, which in the past just uh, it wasn't necessarily the case. Where we lack and where we lost, uh, frankly, against Montana State was we couldn't guard the deep ball at all. Yep, it killed and us. It, it, it killed us. I mean, it, uh, it, granted, I mean, yeah, he was a good receiver and he's in the NFL now, but. It, it should have been – I mean, they were like 50-50 balls. They were balls that like – it wasn't – I mean, Tommy Malat, yeah, he's good, whatever, but he's not a great quarterback. We were just letting them out jump out play us and out jump us to go get balls. It yep. should have been easy to cover. Um, and, and I don't – I've heard the excuse that, that oh, we thought they were going to run the ball. I hate that excuse. Um, we should have – I mean, it was very evident early in that game that they were throwing the ball. Uh, we should have made the adjustment sooner. Uh, but uh, last year's last year. Um, uh, again, I think a that key is our. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I think uh, a key to this year is definitely our defensive back play because all if all else stays the same and it, it should, we didn't we didn't lose that much. Um, our defensive backfield it, it just needs to step up, I think, mm-hmm. um, in pass coverage. Um, outside of that, the other key I have is just consistent offensive line play uh, because we did lose uh, a couple guys there. Um, and so uh, consistent play, which I think we'll see, but then the depth as well is the, you know, if we can get, if we can get the depth, I think that we'll have a great season. Yeah, um, that is a huge key on top of that is the getting the depth on the offensive line because guys are going to go down, particularly linemen. They're going to get dinged up. I don't remember many years where a whole starting five just skates through the season without getting banged up. Um, so developing that depth here in camp and in the spring, super important. Um, I know the horses are there to do it. And honestly, that was one of the things I recognize that felt different in some of these highlight clips that they show. Um, it was like one of the first ones they showed the O line do a drill, spun around. First thing that happened immediately was each one of the old guys went and grabbed that young player and was coaching him like right now. And I don't know if that's maybe a Ryan Olson thing, but honestly, it just feels like it's going with this whole mentality of this team where these this senior class and or the upperclassmen more so feel like we're done with with being the semifinal team. It just has that feel, and they are putting everything into it. And that's really exciting as a Jax fan, not just from a this year's perspective, but if you make that the culture of the team, that's such a huge thing going forward where that becomes the standard that people live up to, not just talking it but doing it and doing it every day that way and being able to see how that works. That's, that's a huge deal. And that's why I have a fair amount of faith that this O-line is going to turn out. Our left side's crazy strong. Um, You know, we got our place center. That's, that's always tough, but I got a lot of faith in Miller to do that, but we'll see how it goes, man. It should be a, it's, it's an exciting year. It's a really exciting year. Yeah, no doubt. And I think, uh, one of the the comments I saw, Bob will get will have his guys dialed in and ready. You know, that's uh, you touched on another key to the season is yeah. is coaches. Yep. And it's it's not that 
not that I don't have confidence in them. It's just that that's another, ch- that's a change that we have from last year. Yeah. Um, that huge change, huge. And granted we replaced for the most part with guys within our program. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's just an unknown that, that we'll have to see how they, how it plays out. Now, it's a, a luxury for them to walk into the team that we have and to right. have the the weapons that we do both on offense and defense. Um, but it's, it's another, another key that like, if that goes wrong, then mm-hmm. the season could go the other way. You know, if, yep. if they, if they step in and don't miss a beat, then we go 10 and one and we're a top two seat. Yep. You know, and I'm, I'm not, um, I don't have the level of curiosity, I guess, about Jimmy uh, being the defensive coordinator because he was already the co-defensive coordinator. So, like, he's been doing it. it. Coach Luan, I'm very curious to see how that goes. I'm curious to see um, what's the offense going to look like. Um, you know, is it – are we going to keep a little bit of that razzle-dazzle that was so fun with Eck? I mean, we obviously um, – had our moments where we were frustrated with them, but I don't think you're an offensive coordinator without having the fan base mad at you at least once or twice a season. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that's feasible because if you're doing that, then you probably are sitting at home playing Madden because that's why fans are fans and coaches are coaches. Um, but man, uh, Ron Loney says craft, craft, craft. Yeah. He, that's the comforting thing with Luan coming in like he you can't pick a position group and not trip over three weapons that are in high high quality high grade weapons the wide receivers there feels like there's there's guys just beating down the door who might not see a lot of field this year because the guys ahead of them are great and they have the talent to be starters almost anywhere you know and you know you go down the line tight ends i mean we've got two nfl prospect tight ends that's ludicrous you know, running backs. I I think we got a good one coming in behind Davis. You know, that what when have we had a bad running back, honestly? You know, <laughs> you go down the line, he, his hardest thing is gonna pick it is gonna be how does he pick and choose what weapons to use against what teams and who's susceptible to this and how is he gonna set things up? And I'm excited to watch and see how he does because he's a really smart guy and I think he's gonna really kill it at that. Yeah, no, I I have 100% confidence in both of them that they're going to do well, um, but it's just an unknown. Um, yep. Yeah, Chad pulled up the uh, the Walter Payton finalist, or not finalist, oh, the Walter Payton watch list, yep. um, and three SCSU players are on that list, which is insane. Uh, we've got yep. Isaiah Davis, Tucker Craft, and Jackson Yankee all on the preseason watch list. Um NDSU has one in Hunter Lipke. Um, Missouri State's got Jason Shelley. Uh, that kid is a problem. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, SIU's got Nick Baker and Avante Cox. That's a lethal lethal duo there. And mm-hmm. then YSU's got Julian McLaughlin um, for the Missouri Valley representatives anyway. But uh, to have three, I mean, we're usually lucky to have one on there i mean mm-hmm. we we usually do have one because we've got some we've had some talented offensive players but to have three on there in one season is yeah. insane and that that's that's not to mention that granowski sh- probably should be on there the only reason he's not right. is because he was injured last season right and so like we probably we pretty much have four on there and so it's it's, it's kind of insane the most insane part about that to me is like, I think when you were going through SIU is two wide receivers, correct? Uh, it was a quarterback and a wide receiver. Oh, quarterback, quarterback, wide receiver happens a lot. You know, quarterback, occasionally tight end. We've had the rarity of having a tight on there, tight end on there a couple of times, Dallas that got her. And, um, you know, now obviously Tucker craft, but the interesting thing to me is, it is entirely possible that each one of the skill position groups on offense will have a player represented on the Peyton watch list by the end of the year. 
if Mark makes it on there by the end of the year because they add and take people on and off. Right. It's entirely possible that our wide receivers, our running backs, our tight ends, and our quarterback all get represented on the watch list at some point this season, which is insane. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's crazy. And, and that's not to mention, you know, you mentioned how many uh, preseason All-Americans we have. Um, uh, you know, obviously Davis, Young, Jackson, Kraft uh, are all on there as well. But then you add in the two old linemen who are on first team All-Americans, Mason McCormick right. and Garrett Greenfield, right? Um, who are anchoring down our offensive line. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's an, embar- an embarrassment of riches at, the, at this point. Um, let's just hope that we can put it all together and uh, and make it a, a great season. Uh, so, we'll, oh, yeah, go say, ahead. I was going to read it. Will Siler asked, does Missouri State make you nervous? Uh, certainly. I mean, uh, yeah, they're, they're a very good team. Um, and, you know, having to start off our conference play going to their place. You know, that's, that game's no joke. Um, we could, you know, we could start off our conference season being own one in the conference, you know, it's, yeah. And <laughs> let's be honest, any, any road Missouri Valley game that is against a team ranked in the top 15 is worrisome. Um, it just so happens that also Missouri State tends to be a place where some of the top teams have had some of their all-time stinker games. I remember some just not terribly impressive performances by us down in Missouri State. Um, some of that was the weird atmosphere. So hopefully they have uh, more fans showing up now. It seems like people are starting to get on board with them, and that might cure that a little bit. But, I mean, even NDSU, what, didn't they have a game where they scored like three points down there, or six points or some silly number? And that was when Missouri State was terrible. It's just a weird place to play sometimes. So, of course, Missouri State it, it makes me nervous. I'm, I'm nervous about – we're nervous about playing UND, and they're not um, <laughs> projected to be exactly, is, you know, this, a hit this, squad out there. <laughs> this is life as a Jacks fan. We're nervous we're, almost every week. <laughs> we're scared all the time. That's probably the real reason we're called the Jackrabbits. It doesn't actually have to do – with the real reason that somebody said they were fast as jackrabbits back in the 1920s or whatever. It's more the fans are always shaking and nervous about what's going to happen <laughs> that week looking around like a scared rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, definitely nervous about Missouri State. Uh, pull up Dustin's question about the what's the, <laughs> Dustin asked, what's the line when the when in the first home game? Dykos runs out of beer thanks to certain members of your podcast crew going with 12 minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, which, if I nobody take the under. hammer the under, if I'm hammering if, the under, if somebody that's listening doesn't know, there will be beer sales in the stadium. Uh, the fact I, that you didn't have a sign behind you, like a homemade <laughs> sign that says beer at last or some craziness. And we're Thank running God Almighty off. beer at last. I mean, God, I can't believe you didn't have your chest painted with beer at last or something. <laughs> with how pissed off you were that there wasn't beer available in the stadium and how that's all we heard about. And I now, know. oh yeah, by the way, for 50 minutes in, there's beer at the stadium. It's kind of <laughs> neat. Like, what the hell is this? What is this? I didn't say it's kind of neat. I was just I was getting to the point that it's a big deal. Oh, and that crescendo. Gotcha. people people should come. Come to games so they can drink beer in the stadium. Um, what's the worst is I'm gonna miss the first home game, and so the first oh, beer so pictures, the first beer I have in the stadium will be against Butler, I guess. What a but loser! I know, but <laughs> unfortunately, I gotta go. I gotta go watch Post Malone down in Omaha that that night. Um, you don't have to think of the resale value of those tickets. Yeah, you can make some money. Maybe you could pay for your season tickets with them. I paid way too much in the first place, so they I don't think I can get what I paid back. <laughs> anyway, oh, wise move. It's not buy high, sell low. Always always good advice. Yeah. No more sneaking booze into the game. Bullshit. Uh, I mean bet. Yeah. I, I got no I, I know a guy who might do it. I would 
No, I would, I, I would especially agree as a representative of Jackrabbit Illustrated, I would never do such a thing. It'll ever. It'll likely cut down on sneaking beer or sneaking whatever into the game. It's still gonna rain putting shots from the head. Now that's a great comment. However. Dustin says, "Man, and he's talking to Ben. You can drink beer instead of watching a guy with my calculus homework tattooed on his." Face. <laughs> he makes a valid point. He does make a valid. You, <laughs> the, you don't have you don't have calculus homework, he, Dustin. He looks like he accidentally <laughs> fell into a newspaper printing press. <laughs> that's not the point. The guy's talented. <laughs> He he is very talented. Ben has a point. <laughs> what he's Ray, more talented bring than up, I am. Bring up Ray's. There's a no alcohol section. One of them might be a section on the east side. There better not be. Yeah, there is. There's two non-alcoholic sections. If I remember correctly, one of them is 123. So funny story. We didn't have everybody committing to tickets in our section as per normal. And we finally got the commits. And when we went to go get the tickets, the extra tickets, the row behind us was sold out. So Chad bought one across the aisle. And I would sit there, you know, and that would make sense. Right, Brandon? The non-alcoholic session, isn't it? Yeah, it's the non-alcoholic session. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are next. They they forgot to tell me that, oh, by the way, that one comes with a little bit of an extra. We want some money. So I paid that. No big deal. You paid extra for no booze. This is the best. <laughs> no, hold on. It gets better. I talked to Zach in the, in the ticket office today, and he made it right. And there was two tickets that they were holding behind our row, I think because they were together. Mm. And we got one of them. So no longer is that a problem. And That's thanks, true. Ray. But I did notice that 123 is a no drinking section. <laughs> yes, it is. That's funny that we make 123 like it's well, it's not all right. So, if you don't know Chad and I's uh seat situation, we're in the front row of the visitor section of 124. Yeah, yeah, which is one of the only sections without a seat fee. Yeah, and I'm sure um, it would be a bad look if you made the visitor section non alcoholic. (laughs) That would be awesome. Holy shit, that would be funny. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Um, so I'm assuming they went with the next closest thing. That's my guess. But what what's funny though is that they they're likely oh, like Dustin. thinking, you know, people that want a quiet atmosphere are like, oh, we'll buy tickets in the non-alcoholic section. Hope they and don't buy get, it in the front row. Get, yeah, across oh. across the aisle from you idiots. And hey, we, I resemble that. The, I've, I've genuinely looked at someone and been like, <laughs> we do this actually every game. If there's new people sitting next to us, we go, by the way, <laughs> we're really fucking loud. We're going to oh, be man. loud. There it is. And they're like, oh, it's fine. And then we start railing away with the hard hats and half of them move away. Like they move. <laughs> the best thing <laughs> was the gal with the baby at the NDS. Oh, my God. In our section. She's like, could you be a little quieter? No, Karen, you came to a football game with a newborn. That's not my fault. Yeah, that's a you problem. Don't bring newborns to football games and it's just loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> Move. Dustin, Dustin's next comment's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be here? Losers. Too bad. Uh, I'd love uh, to help you out, but that's a shame. Corey, yes, 102 is on the home side. That's right in mm-hmm. front of 202, which is my section. Uh, I'm in row one of 202. Um, what's in the rail? Yep. So, um, drive most one of the sad, the, the saddest part about this beer thing is kind of my uh tradition at every game is I buy a giant mellow yellow for my voice because I blow it out. But what happens is I get halfway through it, and from our stomping and banging, is it falls off of the bleacher and spills everywhere. And that's going to be so much. Every that's time. It's, it's every over, game. It's not on purpose. In front of us, standing in mellow yellow. <laughs> it's so sick. It's going to be so much more expensive now because it's, it's going to be a beer. It's a tradition unlike any other. It got more expensive this year, which is bullshit. All right. We are. We're gonna have to fly through the rest of this this outline. I have. No, here. we don't. No, we don't. All right. 
So Don't tell Matt. Let's uh like, hey, by the way, we went for two hours. Uh oh, by the way, so we talked about the Walter Payton Award. Uh let's talk about the Buck Buchanan Award finalist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got one on there too. Adam Bach. Um he's, he's gonna win it before he graduates. I would think so. Yes, I said a, that. I think on Twitter last year. He, I think he's it, if he doesn't win it, it I it, it'll be a crying shame. Yeah, he was a finalist last year. If he has another year like he did, he, yeah, he'll he'll be right up there. Um, let's go to the preseason polls. Um, we can start with the stats one. Yep. Sure. Yep. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to the preseason polls, Chad, you want to switch back to the preseason poll? I'm sure uh, Craig is listening in. And Those are the now stats. To see if we talk there. shit about him. Sorry, I wasn't even going to mention mention Craig. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his all seeing eye on you, on Ben. <laughs> yeah, because Craig is a regular listener of the B Team podcast. He found out about us last time. He did somehow. So whoever told them, quit snitching. <laughs> it was one of the moms, probably. Quit snitching. <laughs> so if you haven't been paying attention to the preseason polls, which I'm sure a lot of you have because we're number two in pretty much all of them, yep. except for the the idiot coaches one, we're number three somehow. But Coach's poll is the worst poll and doesn't count as a poll. Agreed. So we're a consensus number two, I'll call it. Um, NDSU's consensus number one. Uh, after that, it's usually Montana, Montana State, Missouri State, some um, some form of those. Um, but that is the order they have it in stats. Um, but yeah, so there are uh, how many were there in the preseason poll? At least seven. No, it wasn't I think so it was five. It was five. I believe it was five for. Um, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Chad. Uh, five for the Missouri Valley. We've got NDSU at one, SDSU at two, Missouri State at five, which is insane to have three in the top five. Um, and then we've got Southern Illinois at nine, so we've got four in the top ten. And then you got UNI at twenty-one, and then we got USD just outside receiving votes at twenty-six, which I think is probably too low for them. I think they should be top twenty-five team. I think they'll end the season there. Um, well, so the that's like what USD that makes me feel just awful is they their team is definitely good enough to be in the top 25 but and this is so sad their first five games are probably going to go one and four and I haven't, crawling I, I, back into the rankings is going to be a real tough you have what I haven't looked at that schedule yet what is, is they it play now? They open with Kansas State, and then they play. I think it's Cal Poly, but then they oh, go to Montana. No, they go, yeah, Kansas they State. They go to Montana, Montana, and then, and then it's NDSU, Cal Poly, NDSU, SDSU. <laughs> this, they're they're gonna have their best team they've had in a decade, and oh, they're gonna no. start one and four, one and five, and not that... be ranked until they. I mean, they're gonna get on a rip at the end of the year, probably if they don't aren't just like emotionally crushed, but Oh my God, it's a, that is the worst start. That is the toughest start to a schedule I've seen in a long time. And I've looked at you and I schedules before. Yeah. But then they got, they got Illinois state, which is a break. And then they go, yep. they got Southern Illinois, which is tough. Yep. Next state break. And then they got Missouri state tough. Yeah. And then they got UND Northern Iowa. Oh my God. Their schedule might be worse than ours. It, it tough scale. I would I would give them the the crown for the toughest schedule. They gotta have one of the, the that is nasty. They gotta have one so of the nasty. top strength of schedules in the nation. Yeah, or yeah. FCS anyway. Yeah, I mean honestly, if if they get it, if got if if their will gets broken, like after that first five game stretch, six game stretch, like they can end up with like three wins. Wouldn't you hate to see <laughs> and, that though? And and it's their best team, and that's they're really good this year. And that would oh god, that I'd be broken up about it. I I would just be upset for them. I will feel awful. <laughs> that's the thing. Somebody just said K State might be the most winnable game. They they may very well win their FBS game and still be like. Two and three right. after the first five games. 
That'd shame. be awesome. That'd oh, be awesome. I feel sad. I feel sad for them. Uh, all right. So we've got a lot. I don't even know if that this. was shade or just like uh, just like hilarity. I don't know. It's sarcastic just... sympathy. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's move on to the Missouri Valley uh, preseason poll uh, to look at just the Missouri Valley in terms of where. I mean, I, I'm assuming you can guess where we'll be at in the Missouri Valley preseason poll. Chad's working on pulling it up here, but we're at number two. At uh, we're... Oh, we get to watch Chad Google. <laughs> this is the best. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us to uh, Chad's browser. Hey, what's on that history, bud? Hey, you know, <laughs> you put... hey, I why don't you go into your wrong... browser and I might type be on the X. wrong screen there. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the best. And now, welcome to Surfing the Web with Chad Myros. He'll be your guide. Oh, don't push X into the search bar. God forbid! I put, I put the, I put the link. I put the link in the outline for him. Yeah, your link wasn't any good, by the way. It yes, was, it uh... was. You didn't grab the whole thing. Oh, oh God. That was the I best. Just, I just put the whole thing in my browser, and it worked really well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Great. I failed you yet again. But comically so, so you're okay. Oh, God. That's, that's I'm, the best. I'm sweating. <sighs> Never leave a cat. You can't go to the A team. They they have to find someone else. <laughs> anyway, can I share my screen? I have. No, you don't get to share your screen. You have to watch Chad. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna like it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, well, that was a productive two minutes. What are you guys up to? Hey, look at that. He did it. <laughs> now, to be fair, when I clicked the link, it did not take me here at the first time. <laughs> well, the second time it worked. Yep. Okay. okay. Anyways, composure. My um, problem is I don't know how to put the bleep in the blooper and the blooper in the bleeper. So I hear you. Just got to bleep bloop it and click on the link. <laughs> All right. So Missouri Valley foot football preseason. <laughs> Preseason poll. All these comments went off the rails. I can't. <laughs> oh man, Matt was bad when I swore. If He's you, gonna kill us. If you're listening, you're just, you're just gonna have to go. This watch is gonna be this. great on the podcast where you can't see what. <laughs> I know oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I feel bad for the people that are listening. They're gonna have to go watch. I shared I the wrong screen, everybody, and I started Googling for this screen that is being shown right now. And, and here we are. So okay. how about we move on? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Missouri Valley preseason poll. Uh NDSU is at the top of 400 polls. <laughs> they- This is the worst radio ever. <laughs> so and now we know why Sean and Joe are professionals and we're not. <laughs> Next year, the poll will be bigger. <laughs> and he's, and he's, he's just, oh, God. They have 446 votes. SDSU is 407. Uh, so we're right <laughs> close in there. Right, and then. On their heels. Yeah. And and then you've got the team that we're the most, I think, the most worried about in the Missouri Valley. Missouri State, uh, right at number three, Southern Illinois, which that's the one silver lining about our schedule this season is that we don't have to play Southern Illinois because that's another really good team. Um, and then you've got Northern Iowa um, at number five, USD at number six. And our UND at seven, Illinois State at eight, 
And then I can't see uh, Indiana, Youngstown State at nine, Indiana State at ten, Western Illinois at eleven. Uh, with that's got to be a record forty-four votes for. <laughs> that's not a lot. No, Indiana State used to be that bad. And Missouri, yeah. Missouri State. There's a reason we call it Missouri State. Remember when Western Illinois was a, like on the on the cusp of being like a top four team in the Missouri Valley? Like Western Illinois's been in a national <laughs> title game. They might have a national title. That was a long time ago. I'm saying recently they were. Oh, recently, were pre- yeah, that was like pretty good recently. Ago. Yeah, like when yeah. they when they pre- when they prevented us from getting a seed. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was upsetting. Um, anyway, there's a Missouri Valley poll brought to you by Chad's search history. Search history. <laughs> All right. And shenanigans. What's, oh, our other sponsor shenanigans. If you don't yeah. enjoy our shenanigans, you should see the shenanigans you can have there. <laughs> you've but, got fans. It's the biggest polls you've ever seen. that was a great segue um let's no but seriously go to shenanigans it's great oh great they are good good drink specials they take good care of us they're an amazing maybe not any longer but they This is this is just gonna be six minutes of us laughing on camera. I'm gonna have to cut it all from the podcast. Why don't you save why don't you save us? Help producer Chad help cost this much. How how are we supposed to how are we supposed to save ourselves with comments like Dustin's here? (laughs) Oh Oh, my god, I can't say that on air, Joe. Man, I'll Let's show up uh, in my house and unplug my computer. <laughs> Poor kids. Jim says we're getting canceled. Jim's right. We're getting fired before we log off. <laughs> <laughs> my phone hasn't rang yet. Matt hasn't oh. fired me. Put it on silent. Coming though. Oh my god. He hasn't. Oh god. Matt clearly has not. <sighs> Viewed He's this got yet. kids. He's busy. Oh, this yeah. is why it's gonna come later. we have a different audience than the A-team. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to shenanigans. Yes. Um, go to shenanigans. They're the best spot to watch uh, away games for sure. Uh, let's let's finish this up. Yeah. God. Oh, my God. We have to be done. I'm sweating. <laughs> we will have more for you <laughs> next week when we... <laughs> preview the Iowa game. Um, I appreciate everybody that stuck with us on this. <laughs> Next week, when Chad actually goes into his browser history to pull up the webpage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim's right. Yeah. It's uh, it's time. Yeah. It's time, it Chad. Time. Hop on. Chad, we have to do the we thing. Need you. Yeah. Hop on here, Chad. But I'm always there late no matter when I get on. All right. Everybody, go big, go Go blue, go blue, go jazz, go jazz. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to thank our title sponsors Drake's Place of Bowdle, Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro of Brookings. Also, we would like to thank our Silver Level sponsors Shenanigans Sports Bar and Grill of Sioux Falls and Jackrabbit Central. Go jazz.